The struggle is real and it never seems to end. Dealing with the pain, confusion, and overwhelm of grief is compounded with the fight for your faith. See, nothing in life will test your faith like death. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So when we question him, it isn't because he's changed or harmed us. Our questions, our anger with God come because our view of him changes. We question because we don't understand, because we hurt, because we're grieving. But we cannot forget his character and love toward us. Dealing with emotions we've never felt makes holding on to our faith so hard. So in this episode, we'll talk about the difference between our feelings and faith and how not to lose your faith because of your feelings. Hey friend, welcome to the Grief to Great Day podcast. Do you feel like you're going crazy? Is the shower the only place for you to really cry? Are you surrounded by people, but you still feel all alone? Do you want to be the you you were before your loved one died, but you have no idea how to get there? I'm Steph Cabanis, Southern by choice, wife, turtle triathlete, Jesus follower, and fellow traveler in the journey of grief. I too struggled to breathe, questioned God and my faith, and thought I would never be happy again. But God took my brokenness and he turned it into a breakthrough. So if you're ready to understand how to navigate grief, lean into your faith and take just one step towards healing, then bring your ugly cry, get into a comfortable place, even if that's your bed right now, and let the healing begin. Girl, there's hope for your future. Come on in the house and join me on that couch. Still warming up, but today is rainy, so we are on the couch. I'm Steph, and this is Grief to Great Day. Thank you for being here. I want you to feel welcomed and heard through this podcast. Hello to everyone listening in Japan, our spotlight country, and in the U.S., North Carolina continues to be at the top with the most downloads this week. Grief to Great Day is downloaded in over 75 countries, which tells me that there is a need to talk about grief and that it is felt throughout the world. So please know that whatever country or state you are in, you're not alone as you walk through this thing called grief. I know there are new listeners every week, so if that's you, welcome to a podcast you never wanted to need. I'm glad you're here because it tells me that you're taking steps towards your healing. Now for you new listeners, if you hear me talk about Monica, her faith, or her death, and you need some background, just go to my website, grief2greatday.com, and click on the book tab. Her faith journey through the last six months of her life were unreal. And her death, it changed me. She is the reason that you are listening to me today. In this podcast, we talk about understanding grief because it is so confusing. Processing daily life, like how to get through the day and growing your faith as in building a relationship with God when you don't even want to talk to God. If you are just starting your journey, please know that life will change. It won't always hurt like this. It is important for me to say that often. You're not going to stop missing your loved one, but you will be able to breathe, to laugh, and to live again. 
Last week, we started talking about our faith and feelings and how to trust God over what we're feeling. As a reminder, faith and our feelings are two different things, but sometimes we'll base our faith on how we feel, and that is not going to help you. As a review of last week, I left you with a question. We're talking about Monica and her crazy faith and how she believed she had been healed, and yet she died. So if God didn't heal Monica with that level of faith, does that mean he doesn't heal? People called her crazy or in denial for believing like she did, but I don't know. I think sometimes maybe we are crazy to be in denial of what is possible with God. That first year of grief, I wanted to believe God's word. I wanted to have strong faith. I wanted to live above my feelings, but I continued to fight with not having proof. He didn't heal Monica. He wasn't taking my pain away, and nothing felt like it was getting better. My pastor at the time listened to my questions, my anger and confusion, and she said, so it looks like you bumped into the sovereignty of God. I've come to realize I did not bump into it. I slammed into the sovereignty of God. The word of the week is Hebrews 11.1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So this is about hope about a confidence in God for the things you cannot yet see. I wanted faith with proof, (laughs) which is not faith at all. So I would beat myself up for all the doubts I had around faith while not focusing on the mustard seed of faith that was growing. I listened to a million sermons online. I ordered CDs and DVDs and books, and I went to church whenever the doors were open. Well, okay, it took me two months to go back to church, but when I did, because I really wanted what God had promised in his word, I fought hard to figure out the faith formula, but not until I let God be God, like not needing all the answers to those questions, and I accepted what he allowed, Monica dying, without blaming him for ruining my life, was I able to surrender. After surrender comes all the good stuff, the peace, the joy, the comfort, the strength, hope, and a desire for purpose, being okay to think about a future without guilt. Now, did the pain go away after I surrendered? No, I wish it had, but it no longer overwhelmed me and put me in the pit of despair. The heaviness, the lamenting lifted And I was able to claim his word and have faith for a better tomorrow. And the better tomorrows came. So if you're fighting between what your heart feels, your emotions, and what you know of God's character, and you want to rely more on faith and God instead of being swallowed up by your emotions, how do you stop the feelings and start the faith? And can they exist together? The answer is yes, they can exist together, and you never really stop the feelings. (laughs) So who in your life do you expect to build you up, to encourage you and help you out of the pit? I was blessed with four incredible women who helped me on more occasions than I deserved. But in the moments, because if you're thinking, well, I don't have anybody hear me, in the moments where there is no one around, 
in the evenings when you're alone with your thoughts and emotions, then you have to learn to allow God to pull you out of the pit. And you have to encourage yourself to do that. See, when you're overwhelmed, you are weary and angry and confused. And having to encourage yourself doesn't seem worth it in the moment. But this, my friend, is the work of grief. It feels like God isn't listening, like he doesn't see your pain or hear your cries. And every day that you don't feel better, this idea, these feelings are reinforced. This is how you are feeling, so it's not necessarily the truth. We have no idea what God is doing because his timing is very seldom on our schedule. If you look over your life, you can probably see times where you thought God didn't hear you. But looking back, you now see that he heard you so specifically that you were saved from things you didn't even know were coming. Every moment you are overwhelmed with decisions or pain or sadness, your default, my default, is to feel a lot and do a little. See, we shrink and we pull away from the world into our pain. But hear me now. In the beginning, that's absolutely normal and it's okay. This is where you push a little and you rest a lot. Every little push moves you forward even if you can't see the changes. Over time, the balance will shift and you will push a lot and rest not as much. It's a process. It's a long process and it is a frustrating one. View God not through the lens of your feelings, but through the word of God. See, that's truth. You have to claim it over your life. God still has plans for you. And though your loved one is no longer with you, their legacy lives on through you. And generations will benefit from how you live out the rest of your story. That's important. So I'm going to say it again. God still has plans for you. And though your loved one is no longer with you, their legacy lives on through you. And generations will benefit from how you live out the rest of your story. From the Song of the Week, here are some lyrics I think fit well for today. The pain is still painful. The hurt still hurts. My heart is still broken. I still can't find the words. Yeah, I still got questions. Still so much I can't see. But while I'm still waiting, I still choose to believe. You're still God. You're still good. You're still making a way, just like you said you would. Faith, it exists above circumstances. In other words, it's not at all dependent on our circumstances. If you haven't guessed by now or, <laughs> or heard the introduction to this podcast, the name of the podcast, Grief to Great Day, comes from what Monica said every day, even as her body was dying. We had a great day, didn't we? And serves as a reminder to me, and now hopefully to you too, that we can still have great days, even in the worst of circumstances. Not because of who we are or what we do, but because of whose we are and what he did. If you wish you could be there, like have that kind of faith above circumstances, do not beat yourself up for not being where you want to be today. 
Just take comfort in the fact that you will get there. Your faith may be wounded, but it will be strengthened. Your hope will grow, and you'll look back with more certainty of God's character, His love for you, and the hope of a joy-filled life after loss. Psalm 910 says, God's a safe house for the battered, a sanctuary during bad times. The moment you arrive, you relax, and you're never sorry you knocked. Your journey works this week, or the work of your journey, is to spend 10 minutes a day to meditate on Psalm 910, Hebrews 11.1, and to listen to that song at least three times. If you're ready to take a brave step towards your healing, there's help available. Grief to Gray Day offers free and paid faith-based resources so you can join the private Facebook group. You don't have to suffer in silence anymore. Be a part of a group of faith-filled women who get it in a way the world can't. The daily pain and struggle of grief is not denied here, but faith paves the way for hope in this group. You can download the free Loss, Grief, and Healing Seminar. This is the best faith-based introduction of what to expect in your grief journey. Download the seminar if you want a reason to hope and learn how to heal. Today is not your forever and you are not alone. You can also purchase grief coaching. If you're looking for one-to-one support to figure out your next best step, or if you want to understand where you are in the grief process, or you just need accountability in taking those healing steps, these one-hour grief coaching sessions are the answer for you. You can also purchase the workshop called The First Year of Grief, How to Survive with Hope and Heal. This workshop is the action-oriented step-taking program you need to give you foundational tools to navigate your grief in the first year especially. Remember, time itself does not heal all wounds. You have to take steps. In this workshop, you'll discover how to pursue God even when you don't want to pray. You'll understand the roller coaster of grief so you know what's normal and what to expect. You will learn to process daily life with practical help to get you through those I can't get out of the bed days. And you'll find where to seek support because I'll share grief resources that are best for you. Look, I've walked this journey and never thought I could be happy again. But God, he restored my joy and gave me a calling. So no matter how dark and hopeless your day is today, this can be your story too. It is my great joy to help you get there. Your safe place for all things grief can be found on the website, grief2greatday.com. This includes all the resources I just shared and in addition, the Grief to Great Day podcast and the book, Dying to be Healed. Regardless of where you are right now, you can breathe, laugh, and live again. Thank you for being here today, for showing up. If this podcast has given you hope, encouragement, or helped you in any way, share it with a friend, either in a text or on your social platforms. Also, please subscribe, rate, and leave a written review on iTunes. It's a huge blessing for me to know that you're out there. Lastly, and this is important, you are not alone. Connect with me on the Grief to Great Day website, 
the link is below, and sign up for our free newsletters. I want to be able to pray for you by name. Remember, grief isn't something you're going to get over, but a great day is something you can get to.